If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's basically free. The creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. starting okay and hello guys welcome back to episode oh my god here we go we're already starting off with a crappy intro <laughs> that this is episode five of season two of waves i am your host nate and you guys know my co-host say hello alexandra hello oh, my alexandra yes, say nathaniel okay so wow we really <laughs> you started it i know and you're gonna finish it so that's how it works okay well first things first i know we'll say happy new year even though it's the fourth week in january we are really really late behind that but we just had to take um a break you know just everyday life from simple play and we had to just you know give ourselves a little bit of break and stop recording. We also celebrated birthdays one one month apart. This twenty eight year old and Mr. Twenty eight year old. Exactly. So excuse me. I apologize. So how's everything been? Everything's been good. Everything's been good. Yeah, not only birthdays and new year, but um job promotion. Woo woo, look out now. So yeah, everything's pretty good. Riley's growing, growing fast. She's a little, a little whirlwind. Oh yeah, um, she's been getting quick. so 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 smart. Oh my gosh, she's very ahead of her age. Well, so that's very funny. Very and grateful for that. Well, it's funny. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you It's funny you mentioned jobs because today. We're actually going to talk about, actually put the poll out, not a poll, actually put a question out on Twitter, Instagram, and actually put it on Facebook. What are your worst job experiences you've ever encountered? It can be from a current job or a previous job. So we will actually start out with ours first, and I will actually read some replies I've gotten from other people, and then we'll go from there. So... Would you like to start off first, Alex, or would you like to hand me this one? That's so weird saying Alex. I know, it is weird. <laughs> Usually it's babe. So sure. All right, so my worst work experience, I mean, I'm not going to name the, the business. Okay. Um, that's not appropriate. Was probably about four years ago, because I started with my company four years ago. Yeah, yeah. And, correct, um, right. So we were working after hours and setting up the store, which also, you know, being baked because of it, because of it being a well-known company. Um, four years ago when I was at with my last company there, we were there with the staff. Um, I was the, the, the team lead and involved going in and out of the, the back door and 
I had to get some things out of the storage unit. And I guess because it was so late at night, there would be occasional, you know, the dumpster divers back there. But this particular night, there were a few cars that were driving by as, you know, my, myself and some of the staff um, were going in and out of the back door into the storage unit, getting what we needed to complete the overnight shift. And I guess somebody must have called in because we were after hours, we were in just regular day clothes. And somebody called it in that we broke into the storage unit. So I'm in the storage unit. That's what I'm calling it. Um, I heard loud cars rushing into the parking lot, crowding the unit. And I just, and I, was, I couldn't, I couldn't see it, but you can kind of tell what's going on by the noise. And something in my gut said to run. And then instantly something told me not to run. I listened to that one. And it's a good thing I didn't run because, mind you, I found out later that someone called in that they suspected that someone broke into the unit. So um, I heard cop cars in their loudspeaker saying to come up out of the unit with your hands up, walking slowly. So mind you, if I would have ran... Uh, things probably would have ended differently for me. So I came, I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> so I came out of the pot, out of the, uh, unit, looking down <laughs> at the ground, not knowing what to expect, with my hands up in the air as I was asked. And as I kind of just glanced up, I have three officers with their guns drawn. <laughs> all pointed at me and it's really not funny <laughs> but it's funny because I, just, I still can't believe this happened to me um yeah three three officers with one on my left my right and right in front of me and they said to move slowly and keep my hands where they were mind you loaded guns pointed at me <laughs> And when I first heard the noise coming in the parking lot, I had that instant thought to run because I didn't know who it was at first. Um, there were no lights on or anything for me to know, like cop lights, until they started speaking to the speaker. And um, they had their guns drawn to me until they could figure out uh, who I was, what I was doing, who everybody else was. And then I got really upset. <laughs> Because it was like the the shock and the adrenaline kind of toned itself down my body. I'm like, oh my god! Like if I would have ran, they probably would have shot at me, probably like in the leg or something. But um, yeah, we I mean, have three guns drawn at you for really doing nothing wrong at all. Literally, uh, that can kind of change your perspective on things. And then the cop had come over and he he apologized. He's like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to upset you, but you have to understand where we're coming from. We get a call in saying that someone broke into something. And, uh, yeah, I finished my shift at my shift out and when I went inside and told my boss, um, she really didn't care. And so after that, then I started thinking, wow, that's, uh, that's some boss uh, after knowing that, knowing what happened when I told her, she literally had no care. It was like, okay, let's just finish what we need to do. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't long. I don't think it was very long after that when I had worked a 20 hour shift. Uh, with one 30 minute break. 
that I ended up with my company I'm in now. I was recruited. So that whole experience. Oh, wow. Behind. <laughs> so, um, yeah, usually when I see a cop, I usually always think back to that and it plays in my head like a movie. I, uh, I still can't, I, I just can't understand. Dude, was there anybody else out there with you, like a coworker or any of that? Or was it just you, you were going to go one, by there? There was one coworker in the unit with me because we were, we had got to like in pairs. You couldn't go out by yourself because it was late. I mean, we were there at two, three o'clock, sometimes four or five in the morning, finishing the inside of the store. I remember you coming home. You didn't come home that morning. Well, you came home late, late. And I, and I had told morning. her, I was like, oh my God, what is that noise? Like, What's what's going on outside the unit? Like we were outside with just the two of us. Like there was it was a walk to the to the back door, and usually somebody had to stay at the door with a prop open. Like there was always like two outside. It was a rough part of the. And we were for some reason the person that should have been at the door wasn't at the door. Uh, was it a rough? Yeah. Where are you working, Kurt? Like at and, that moment was a rough part of town. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was down Orlando on East Colonial Drive. So that's definitely not the right neck of woods to be in at that time of morning. Well, yeah, I was trying um, to like just keep. Well, <laughs> it's out now. Ah. It's not a surprise to nobody what kind of you know area that is. Oh, yeah. it but can be a little rough down there sometimes. When I told her, I'm like, oh my god, what is going on? I was like, just stand still, don't run, just don't move. Yeah. And because something, something's in my gut when I thought to run. Yeah. Something just told me don't, and I listened to that, and it's a good thing I didn't because. Why I was told by the officer that they thought some, you know, they got a call that somebody broke in. Anybody that's gonna, any any cop that has that kind of call and sees somebody running, that's instant. Like either, oh my god, I need to get out of here because I'm gonna be seen as I'm doing something wrong, yeah. or it's, I am doing something wrong. I'm trying to flee. Like that would have, they would have, they would have, they would have shot at me. Okay, without a doubt. Without knowing any information. Yeah. So. And then running into the store, that would have made things ten times worse. Yeah, because that would have been shot. I would have been handcuffed. I mean, that would have whole, been a whole process until they realized, okay, she wasn't breaking into the, into the thing. Well, you got any other crazy stories or jobs that you possibly worked at? You know, was that just a major one that you've had that you can recall? Um, there was actually one other one. They were in um, Apopka. Um, I'm not going to say the business name, but there were two dogs. Um, it was not a vet clinic. It was in Apopka, and there was two dogs that got, I guess, the, the, the owner came to pick them up, and there were two small dogs. They broke off their collar. I'm being excited to see her. They were head hyper dogs, and they ran out in the middle of 436. And... Well, they were in the parking lot, heading towards that oh, way. Wow. And when I had, I, that was another moment that I had kind of like looked out the window. And I'm like, oh my god! And I just made a beeline. I don't everything I was doing was just like, it was like a moment of fight or flight. Mm. That's the only fight or flight moment I've ever had in my life, and that that was it. And I just pulled it out the door. I didn't say nothing. I just ran out in the middle of 436 and got both the dogs. So you nearly died for two animals. <laughs> Both of them. I oh, got it was a little min pin and then a little Aussie, miniature Aussie mix. So I had one that still had a leash attached. No, I think it was she had, it was an older lady. She had two she had one had got too excited and, and slipped the collar from around mm -hmm. its neck. The other one pulled to go with the dog because they were, you know, yeah. best friend dogs. And the other one pulled and the leash slipped out of her hand. So oh, when wow. I got the one on the leash, 
I had control of that one, and I got the little miniature Aussie out of the out of the road. And then um, got them back to the owner. She was. I still have her card because she gave me a card. She gave me a whole bunch of gift cards and everything. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. I forget. I forget what her name is, but I, w- I wouldn't say it right now anyway on on this. But well, if you can remember, yeah. I it's okay. And then every time she came back, which was usually every two weeks, she would. Uh, is Alex gonna be there? Yeah. She always let me type, you know, do whatever she needed done to the dogs. That was pretty cool. That was probably really the only um, time really. Can't really think of any. I've never had. I haven't had many jobs. I'm not a, a job hopper, so. Mm. Um, those are the two times. What about you, Nathaniel? What is your worst work experience? Well, I've had a couple. I mean, I won't name the place I used to work. Well, a couple places I used to work. I won't name any names. I'll keep. I'll you know, disguise the other people who are in the stories and everything else. So the very first story I had working was at uh, an animal hospital. I'm not going to really go into details of which one it was. I was actually working, you know, taking care of the animals that were born in there at the facility. And it was usually we have warnings and stickers and labels on dogs that are a little bit skittish or afraid or, you know, handle caution or caution and bite. You know, if there's any certain type of people they have to deal with, if they're comfortable with like a male or a female compared to anybody else. And I go to take this little dog. It was like, a Dachshund mix. Yeah, it was a Dachshund mix. Black and brown, yeah. long hair. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He's little a little, bastard. He's a little fuzzy bastard, but nobody. Really had, he seemed perfectly fine and everything else. We were getting ready to take him back up and everything else. I think I was about to take him outside for the afternoon. I take him out, he seems perfectly fine, I have a leash on him and everything else. I grab him, I have him underneath my arm. And, you know, I think I was talking to another coworker or whatever. I can't remember who I was talking to, but that's not important. We were there, but, um, I go and turn around and the dog turns around. It's, it bites me right on my top lip. So I panic. I drop the dog. I'm pissed because I'm like in just a shock. Like then I, with a split second, he just like turned on you. He just turned on me in a split second. Mind you, there's no warning on him or anything else. I'm like, oh, hell no. Tell me this just didn't happen whatsoever. I look, my lips split. I'm thankful. I'm freaking fortunate. I was, you know, didn't have to get stitches and healed on its own, but it's just the way the dog turned and snapped on me out of nowhere. I was so pissed. I'm just like, you know what? I can't deal with this right now. I was I was really, really pissed off. And I'm like, before I really, really harm this dog and I know it's not my dog, I'm just like, please somebody else can get this dog. And I stormed out. And the shitty part about this whole situation was we told the owner about what had happened and what had transpired. And they acted like, oh, well, we're sorry, and you can tell when people are genuinely sorry, and then people are just like, oh, well, I'm sorry, but there's a complete difference. It just really pisses me off, because it's like, they weren't even genuine about, oh, well, you know, he never does this, and da-da-da-da, they're trying to say this, and like, so what really causes dogs to do this now, out of all the times, like, I don't know, that was just one of those instances where I'm just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, came I came back a few other times, too, Yeah. Like, real bite all over oh, yeah, the yeah. red marker. He was a little douche, so I never really cared for the dog. Neither did our owners either, so they're always kind of rude and snobby. I think they really like just 
own the place, then no. We're doing you a service by helping your little shitty ass dog. So that was one. Okay, instance. next one. Yeah, that was that instance. Um, the second one, uh, the same, same as Alex. About four years ago, I was working alongside my uncle at this hospital, and we would basically end up serving food to patients, or people who were staying in the hospital, patients. And everything else, and we had our basic uh, rapport. You had to go through, you know, hello, introduce yourself, um, just any, any type of service, you know, gestures. You go, hello, how are you? You know, what would you like today? You have certain restrictions. You're diabetic, or low sodium, or if you're about to go into doing a special diet or anything else. So I'm delivering. I remember one morning I'm delivering. Breakfast to a patient, and I don't know. Go over the whole spiel. Hello, how are you? How you doing? Um, and this guy, he seemed to look a little bit groggy out of it. He kind of looked as crazy as it sounds. You know the uh, serial killer Charles Manson. Yeah. 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 He kind of resembled Charles Manson, like in the appearance and everything else, but he was pretty cool. So I'm trying to stay professional and everything else. He's, you know, just talking, oh, yeah, you know, everything's good. It's okay. So I go and I ask him, sir, would you like any coffee, cream, sugar in your coffee this morning? And me not realizing, his nurse was coming in and out. His nurse happened to be, you know, she happened to be black. And it's just the funniest shit ever because it's like, he's like, no, nah, don't worry about it, man. I like my coffee like I like my women. Hot, black, and nasty. <laughs> so he's basically <laughs> this guy, this older gentleman. This older gentleman is basically trying to hit on his nurse, and me trying to be professional. I cannot. I broke character. I started laughing, and I was trying to be professional, but I could could not keep it. The funniest interaction I had that whole day was between that man and that nurse. I'm like, I am so sorry. I did not mean to laugh. She's like, oh, no, don't worry about it. It's okay. He's been trying to holler at me all day. I'm like, oh, my God. This poor nurse yeah, is getting horrible, man. I know, but this nurse is getting harassed by this older sorry. man. Who, I'm so sexist, but it's I know, true. But it's just funny to me because I broke character. I was trying to stay professional. But just the way he said it, his delivery and everything else, I'm like, oh, my God. That happened to be the funniest thing whatsoever. Back to another one. Wait, wait. Let me finish my other ones. So, another time, um, I was actually just helping deliver some items to the floor my uncle was actually working on. We happened to be riding on the elevator, the very first floor, and we had to go all the way up to the 14th floor. Are we floor. serious going to talk about this on a podcast? Oh, yeah. It's funny because knowing him, oh I never, God. I never see him cry from laughter so hard. So, we get stuck on the, we're on the first floor. Um, we ride up to the fifth floor. Three or four doctors get on the elevator with us. Mind you, I'm, you know, I'm having a little bit of an issue. I've got a, <laughs> I've got some gas here and there, so I let out a SBD, aka Asylum but Deadly. Oh my God, what is wrong with men? But it's just so funny because it's just like, oh my God. I look at him. He looks at me. He knows I did it. I tried not to. I'm like, oh, dude, just don't look at me. <laughs> Oh my god, we're sitting here on the elevator. They get off on the 12th floor, luckily. And then we get off on the 14th floor. He looks at me, he's just like, dude, 
are you serious? Did you really just let wind break? And the doctors know so that the whole ride up. I'm like, oh my god. Mind you, he's looking at me, he's saying, oh my yeah, god, it's I called can't professionalism. I know, he's like, I can't believe you just did that. He's dying laughing, tears are rolling down his face. Oh my god, that was great. Between that, and we used to pull pranks all the time, too. We would pull, like, for people who are working in the uh, inventory room and stock room, they'd have to go into these uh, the freezers in the work. So we would stack milk crates in front of the door for people who were stuck in the freezer. Oh, my God. We were just terrible. We were a bunch of ass to everybody else. What was your wow. other story? Wow. Um, the other day I, call, I was calling for somebody, and the name of the, the, pay, the person sounded like the word date. And a man answered the phone, and obviously it wasn't the person I was calling for. And he was some young, some young punk. And he was like, I was like, hi, I'm calling for so and so. And he's like, oh, you're you want to go on a date? Try to think about this. And I was like, no, I'm. This is so and so calling from so-and-so where mm. I'm calling for so-and-so and he's like oh well if you want a date I'm all down for it I'm I'm single and ready to mingle so can I get your number oh wait let me look at my caller ID and I was like oh my god I swear like young punks like they this is why they don't hold relationships and I and I said no you can't have my number, and no, it's not the one on caller ID, and no, I'm not looking for a date by nobody, especially you. I'm calling for so-and-so. If you don't have them next to you or near you, you can hang up the phone, or I will first. Oh, shit. Because he just kept going on about it, making, like, like jokes, and just he was so immature. I'm like, you, you probably, like, in your late 20s, and you're being this immature about, like, that's why you're single. Like, the way he was speaking and the way he was, like, coming off and how he was saying like the whole thing about him i'm just like wow no wonder you're single and i'm like i'm literally calling for somebody and instead of saying oh no you're the wrong number it's like this whole spiel spiel of of immaturity nonsense about a date when i have never even seen your face like you're basically asking me oh yeah i'm ready to mingle single also go on a date just because the person i'm calling for their name sounds like date and with the mask, it kind of muffles things. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's got to suck up. And it wasn't like the the worst or the craziest work experience. It's just something that I just thought of because it was just, when I got, I finally just got the phone. Oh. Because he just, he just kept going on about wanting to go on a date. Oh, you're calling for a date. You're calling for a date. Well, you call me. You must be calling for a date. Like, oh, he just kept God. going on about it. And I'm just like, dude, shut up. <laughs> like. Uh. Funny. I don't have I don't have time for that. Oh, here's another instance that happened at the hospital where we were working. Um, it didn't happen to either of us, but it happened to a coworker. So what we have to do is sometimes certain floors or floors run out of inventory, so we'll have to go back, you know, go back to the kitchen, restock, and then send them off to the floors. So one of our coworkers happened to be restocking a floor. He stopped to go and use the bathroom, and he walked in on two nurses actually doing the deed. <laughs> they hooked up with each other. What? He walked in on two nurses actually just 
I never heard that story. Yes, yes, this didn't There's happen. There's probably many, many stories I don't know about. I don't know. This didn't happen to me or my uncle at all. It just happened to one of our coworkers at the time. I was like, "Are you serious?" He's like, "Yeah, man, full blown." I was like, "Oh wow." They could have fired for that. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. That is wild. But then again, I'm like. Like, you work so hard for your career and your degree, and you're going to go and do something like that for a quick moment feeling? Well, I, I think. I didn't know. Wow. Huh? I don't know. I don't know about That moment doesn't last very long. They yeah. risk everything. I don't know about their business. I'm not going to just, I was just scratching my items like, oh, wow. It's, it's a little crazy. Yeah, there are a bunch of stories like that now. The ones, though, they're really. Talk about Anatomy. No, the ones that really, really like. I'm just gonna thrill for them. Ooh, this makes us feel like crazy anatomy. Oh my god, here we go. No, Meredith and Dr. Shepard. Oh my god, I hate that show with a passion. You know what? You should hear what it says about you. I really hate that show. You know what I hate? It says it with a passion. Your phone right here in your face all the time. Well, well, I actually put that out there. Yeah, don't try to kiss up now. It's what you're trying to do. No, stop. But I don't know. One of those, one of those instances too, like I would dread dread this so much but we'd have to deliver to like psych which you know they'd have to get utensils and they'd have like sitters and everything else in the rooms and man that was on edge the whole time because you never know what you were going to get walking into the rooms some people would be handcuffed to like the bed some people would be restrained i'm like that's some serious business you know seeing that first time i was like wow you know what we should do since this this episode was your worst work experience. Oh. <laughs> Our next episode should kind of like stem from this episode, and it'd be the um, one of the crazy experiences you experienced living in an apartment. Oh, just living experiences. Oh, okay. In an apartment. In an apartment. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily have to. In an apartment. Why? And then the next one after that could be about like the house buying process. Okay, we'll see about the whole house buying process because that one kind of like your, my worst nightmare or something like that. Like we can make it out like my worst nightmare buying a house or other people could be my worst nightmare in a relationship or you know whatever you want to call it. I think that'd well, be kind of actually very interesting. You should take my advice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see. I don't know. Like, so yeah. tune in next time for our next episode. Well, we're not done yet because I like I said I, I put, was just saying. Oh, well, like I said, I just put it out there. I put the question out there. And I actually got some funny, funny responses that I'm actually going to read from some of the viewers. Well, not viewers, some of the listeners. I apologize. So I went on Twitter and I got a couple responses. One of the responses I got was from the Pot What Plot podcast. So if you guys go check them out, subscribe to them, listen to them, they're really hilarious. So the one I actually got was from, uh, I want to say Dylan. Yes, Dylan, one of the hosts, Dylan, told me he actually worked at, he was an employee for one of the call centers for one of the life, like one of the places where, oh, help me up on and they can't get out type of things. So he basically told the story, or he sent me the story of he accidentally accidentally solicited sex to an old lady at two o'clock in the morning, and he was reading. He happened to be reading. 
He said he happened to be reading. He was allowed. He probably get like two or three calls an hour overnight. He happened to be reading a book, and when a call came in, he said, "Thanks for calling Lifeline. This is Dylan. Do you need sex?" He said because the line I left off in the book mentioned sex. So that happened to be one funny thing. And uh, I could only imagine that person's face, though. That would be pretty freaking hilarious. Another one I got was from... Hold on here, I apologize. Happened to be from the Happy Hour with the Hamilton Bros. You can check them out as well. Subscribe and listen to them. Um, and they're... One episode, I believe, episode number five. One of the hosts actually explained how he was happened to be out on a job site, and he happens to look over, and this guy, thinking nobody's around him, just goes and puts his whole forearm in his pants and starts going to town, scratching. He was doing the most, just scratching. He got deep down in there, scratching everything up. And he turns around, locks eyes with the guy, and just, like, looks in utter disappointment. Like, oh, my God, I'm caught. There's no trying to hide this whatsoever. <laughs> oh, my God, that shit was really funny. Those are pretty interesting. Um, oh, and I also have other ones, too. I apologize. I've got two more from Facebook. Put that on the Facebook as well. The other two I received were from a gentleman, well, one by a gentleman named Ray, saying, once I worked at a drugstore in 92, two little girls called with one pretending to be an old lady needing hearing aids. The other listening on another receiver. He's like, after a couple of minutes of telling her that we only sell batteries because of hard of hearing, she said thanks. Her friend hung up the phone, so she thought that I was the one beating him. He was the one who hung up. She started to brag to her friend that she had fooled him. He's like, when she said, did you hear me ask him? I said, yeah, I heard. She screamed and hung up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> so she thought she was going to get away with that. Oh my god, that's been And then I have one more, but it's going to have to be on the next part of the episode. So. Hello, and we are back with the second half of our episode. And our final response from the world's, well, from the first job experience happens to come from another gentleman by the name of Brenton. He said he worked in a group home for delinquent youth. He said a kid wrote an obscene message for the staff on the bathroom wall in his own feces. So... Uh, okay, I'm not going to comment. Yeah, and that happened to be... Because of where he's working. Oh, no, no, no. This was a former place of work. Yeah, no, I just so, uh, I'm not gonna comment on that. Yeah, so that yeah, it's just one of those wild things. That's good. So yes, make sure to like, share, subscribe to the pod. Um, also, 
If you have any questions whatsoever, please DM DM the pod on Instagram or on Twitter. Um, email the podcast at wadespodcast at gmail.com. Make sure to also follow the other podcast, Plot What Plot Podcast, and the other one. I do apologize. The Happy Hour with Hamilton Burroughs podcast. So, yes, that'll do it for this episode. You guys have a good one. See you at the next one. Peace.